It's the Friday wind down and for the conversation today we're talking to musician and songwriter Donald. Donald, good morning to you. Thanks for making time for us on the Talking Point on SAFM. Are you up? Hi. Oh, there we go. There we go. I can hear you. Yes, I can yes. hear you now. How good are morning. you? Good morning. I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Well, being happy is a good place uh, to be in. And, of course, we started off with uh, your songs, uh, Landela and I Deserve. I imagine that I Deserve is one of the popular hits uh, that you've released to the South African population. When you hear it, what do you think? Do you feel like, oh, no, not that song again? Um, Actually, I actually feel different, you know, to that because Mm. that is the one song that, changed everything for me, you know. That is that is when my life my whole life changed. Is when South Africa got to hear the song and it it's got such amazing memories for me, you know. Um a certain part of my life that really felt like a dream, if if I if I should if I should say, you know. And yeah, mm-hmm. it will always hold a very special place in my heart because because of that song I can safely say I have a career and People regard me as one of the the best to to to, to ever do it of this generation. So I'm really 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 mm. really grateful for the song. So let's talk then about what what about what life was like before that song, especially if things changed so significantly for you yeah. as yeah. a musician. Tell us a bit mm-hmm. more about your story and and your background. Um, I think to me, my story has always been. Very simple, man. I think I, I've, I've always, the minute I discovered that this, that, you know, I needed to take a music journey, for me, that that's what my life became about. Because I remember when I was 19 years old, um, at the end of that specific year, I used to play um, soccer for, I was playing for Java Cosmos under 19 at the time, actually. And there was a, a possibility of me, you know, pursuing soccer as a, as a career. And I had a really difficult decision to make, and that day I decided that I was going to let it all go because I, I wanted to pursue music as I felt music was more of a calling than just something mm. that I'm good at. So I decided that day, I think for me, my whole life changed that day, you know? And then it, it, everything came about, about me becoming a star that I really felt like God put me on this earth to be. So I just went after my dreams, man. You know, I did back vocals for, for a lot of artists like Zongbe, like Kelly Kumalo, Kwela Deza, all these artists. And that's how I, I, I got to kind of make a name for myself in the music industry. And then, then I, I eventually got signed by DJ Cleo, who actually gave me my first record deal in, in, in 2008, I think. 2008 to mm. 2009. And then I finally dropped my first song in 2009, my first album in 2010. So that's basically when everything changed. But my life has always been about, I have a dream and I have to go for it. So I've always just been that guy who is a singer guy. You know, I've always been known for that, you know. And interestingly enough, if you know, looking back and I realized, I actually never worked in anything but a musician in my whole entire mm. life. 
Wow, so, that, that, yeah. that's, that's amazing. And when you yeah. think back just in terms of your, your, your childhood and your upbringing, were yeah. there particular artists that, that had inspired you at, at, at a time that you realized that, okay, maybe I, I could have a, a, a future in music? Um, I think, you know, at an early age, I was heavily inspired by Irene mostly right? So that could have been your boys to men of this world, you know, um, all for one. And you know, I remember the group phase, if you remember the groups, the R&B groups in the 90s. Yes, yes, was, yes, yes. Yeah. I know all of yeah. those groups that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so I was heavily influenced by those guys, you know, Brian McKnight, um, you know, a bit of Luther there, you know. Um, then... As soon as I got to Joburg um, to study, I then discovered South Africa, a lot of South African artists who were doing well at the time, like Malaika, you know, and Dando. And those became my big inspiration. That is when I realized mm-hmm. that actually I can do this. Because I used to think I wouldn't be able to pursue music because I love R&B. And R&B isn't a big genre in South Africa, you know. I thought people wouldn't, wouldn't understand me. Um, on a national scale, but then I saw Malaika and I was like, but they sing Afro pop. However, they I can do what they do. Like they, they just bring it back home, but they sound like R&B artists, you know. So I could I could mm. do what they do, and they they really influenced me in such a huge way. Um, but what I will tell you about that is that I actually, and, and I mean talk about fate, right? I actually eventually met Malaika. I met my like on my way to a to my soccer practice at Cosmos. I met my like wow. and yes, yeah. I met my like I literally saw them at Carson Center one day. They were having a meeting with the manager, and I approached them because I was such a huge fan and I couldn't believe it, you know, that I was seeing them. I approached them and I told them I could sing. They asked me to sing for them on the spot. I sang for them. What and song did you sing? I sang in Manga, one of their songs. Um, no, I think you, you must give us a taste. You, you, you must give us a taste. You must taste do of... that re-audition again that you did for Malaika. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was like... Mm-hmm. Wambisa, 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 kama, kama, wanchela duti. You remember that song? I know you remember I that song. I love so that song. I, I love yeah, so that, that song. <laughs> so I did that for them and they went crazy. They were like, oh my God, uh-huh. where's this young boy coming from? You know, and I, you know, fast forward, man, I became their prodigy, you know. I, they started taking me around. I started going to festivals to watch my like perform, and I'm like, I was like their younger brother. They literally took me under their wing, and and that's how my life changed. To, to be quite honest with you, um, and that's mm-hmm. how I actually started seeing myself do that that they used to do. You know, I'm always mm-hmm. gonna be grateful to to Bongani Jabu and TD man. It's just such a, an amazing story. 
the, the way that your own journey has taken place, and you've been in the industry for some time now, so there's also the opportunity to reflect on, um, you know, what it has taken to get to where you are. Do you think that it, it, it is perhaps uh, slightly, the word is not easier, but mm -hmm. that it does help to have people that you can consult with, people that you can take advice from as you are on, on this journey? Uh, because, you know, these are people who perhaps have learned some lessons and they're things that you don't have to go through necessarily because you yeah. draw on their collective experience. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think having mentors, because I think that's what you probably talked about, having someone that can mentor you through uh, your journey, I think it's probably, if not the most important element in being a success. Um, because... And, you know, it's so difficult to try to make a certain dream come true when you've never seen anyone at least do something close. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you've got to draw inspiration from somewhere, you know? And I've been lucky enough to discover that very early, very, very early in my career, I discovered mentorship as being a very, very important tool. And, you know, the certain people that came into my life became my mentors and some of them are still my mentors to this day because mm -hmm. I believe that I, you know, you continue to learn in any field that you're in. You can never, ever say you've arrived and you know everything. You know, it's, a, it's an ever-changing industry and you have to keep learning and, and, and being open-minded. So, yeah, man, I think that's a very, very, very important tool. You know, when you talk about, just again, your life being changed by this one yes. song, uh, in many ways, it's not just a personal experience, but it's uh, an experience that is taking place in the rest of society. So you moved maybe from a couple of people knowing who you are. Suddenly, you can find yourself on the covers of magazines, you know, yes. newspapers yes. doing articles mm -hmm. on you. What was that transition like for you? You know, just realizing that I'm now a public figure. It was surreal, man. Very, very surreal. Um, mm -hmm. I still remember like it was yesterday, you know. Um, I think I had what I deserve on the, sometime in October of 2011, right? And the songs started making rounds on the streets, but people didn't get to know who the artist was up until 2012, early 2012. So I got an opportunity to showcase the song and perform it on live amp. The, the, the end live amp, you know, and Onanga mm -hmm. was still the host at the time, and she got to interview me, and that changed my life. That actually was the moment that changed everything, uh, because I started getting recognized on the streets, and I would say six months that followed after that, I literally saw the switch, you know. But it's such a, it's such a mental. It's such a mental thing, man. You know, it's, I, I don't know how to explain it in words, but it's so difficult to watch yourself go from the, being this normal human being, only known by the people around you, to all of a sudden literally attracting energies everywhere you go. That literally, I started seeing that happen with me every single day. It would change and grow and get bigger every single day. And it, and it, But what it did, it helped me kind of go back and take a few steps back and start 
asking myself, okay, but what is this, you know, <laughs> the science behind fame? You know, I started wanting to know more about the science of fame and why is is a good thing and why it can also be a bad thing, you know, and mm. that is what I think has helped me be able to maneuver this industry because I started you know, being very curious about fame very early on in my career because I never wanted it to to destroy me like I've seen it destroy other people, you know. And, yeah, man, that, that allowed me to get to know myself a little bit better so that it's easier for me to carry myself out there because it's such a, it's such a lot, man, that you get that gets put on your shoulders when you become famous. It's mm-hmm. such, it's so much. It's It's like a lot of people forget that you are actually just another human being, just like them, you know? So I, I needed to find my way through that. And I think, I think I've done very well. And, and Donald, what did you find actually keeps you grounded? So what is that center point that, that, that holds you? Um, I, I would say family. Um, mm. Most... Um, to be quite specific, my mother, you know. I think my mom has been that um, that main pillar. She, she really has been that person that has kept me together, you know, and made sure that I don't think or I don't get shaken by what the world brings. You know, my mom is such a strong woman. Um, has impacted a lot of people's lives, and I've watched her impact people's lives right in front of me. Um, but I think she's impacted my life a whole lot more because I've literally been with her since the day I was born, you know. And she's made such a huge impact in me, just remembering who I am every single time. Um, and and I think that is where my 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 humility comes from. As a mom, you know, if I if if I if I disappoint her, to be quite honest, I would I would feel like that, that that's the end of it. That's like the one person yeah. I can disappoint anyone, but that's the one person I cannot afford to disappoint. So I think that's probably where it comes from, my, my mother. We're in conversation with musician Donald, and he is our guest for the Friday Wind Down. We'll continue with more of this conversation and, of course, more of his music. Uh, you can start dialing in on 011-714-2006. Uh, that's the number to dial in case you want to say hi to him, uh, whatever else that you want to put on the table. And, of course, on the WhatsApp line, 614 It's 11.30. Ah, DJ Kathy, DJ Kathy, I no, 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 no. You can see that today it's a Friday. It's a nice one, nice one, DJ Kathy, nice one. It's Chambiso from Pumalang. Morning, Kathy. This is Magdalene from Bloom. I love Donald with all my heart, and I listened to him ever since he became uh, exposed to the public on Radio Metro interviews even on TV. And my son loved him very much. And when I look at him, they've got same resemblance with my son. The first time I met him face to face was in 2019, when my little one was from Little Miss South Africa. And we met Donald at Kronval one stop. And he took a photo with my little one. 
Thank you, Donald. Keep yourself up with your humbleness. South Africa needs people like you. Keep it up. Thank you, Ben. Hi, Katie. This is Fulin Teben. I want to say... I thought I was speaking over a voice note. Apologies for that. Uh, so thank you for those WhatsApp voice notes that you're sending through to the show right now. Of course, uh, it is our Friday wind down. I, I don't know how I feel about DJ Kathy, and you guys like doing this every time we have the Friday wind down. Just because I play songs, you call me DJ Kathy, and it's too much pressure. I can't live up to it. Uh, but Donald, you know, how does it feel when you have people that you know appreciate you appreciate your music especially when you're performing out there and you're doing different events that give you that opportunity to interact with the people who buy your music who listen to uh, your music and who follow you yeah firstly i'd, I'd like to say dj kathy is rocking thank you thank you for don't me. encourage them don't encourage them <laughs> Um, man, you know, it's uh, it's so heartwarming, you know. It's heartwarming and it's humbling to know that you can affect strength, you know, um, with your gifts. And, and, and I've, I've been, you know, I've been very ready to take on the task from day one, you know, because I think I've, I've I really understood what, what I was getting myself into when I got into this and... I've been ready to take on whatever it is that it comes with, and and yeah, man, I'm just always grateful to meet someone new who has been moved or who's been inspired by my music and the messages that I, you know, messages of love that I that I put on my music. So yeah, such a beautiful thing. Mm. <laughs> like I'm alive. Yeah. In a moment, I want us to also have an opportunity to explore just what the last couple of years have done for, for you and as an artist, especially uh, given the fact that, you know, we've come out of a period where lots of people had to change the way in which they worked, and especially the industries, the arts industries, yeah. were most yeah. affected by that. Uh, but, but before yeah. we do that, I want to quickly take uh, Luzugo, who's calling us from Cape Town. Luzugo, good morning. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Uh, is, is, it, is, it, is it allowed to call you DJ Katie today? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I told you that you must not call me DJ Katie. <laughs> Donald is on the line. You called for him. You didn't call for me, Akira. You called for him. Go for it. Donald, uh, how are you, brother? My brother, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, Donald. You know, Donald. There's only one. There's only one thing I want to say to you, Donald. Yeah. You know, I'm working here at Cape Town as a driver. I'm mm -hmm. sitting on the car every day. You know. So mm -hmm. there's only one thing I want to say to you is that even if you feel that it's difficult to yeah. be a musician or whatever you're doing, but you have mm -hmm. to know one thing: there are people who like me who sit in the car every day. Listen on the music, listening on the radio, and when the audience is doing the reality of it. Luzuko, the the people who are who are sitting in the cars doing what? There are people who are sitting in the car every day doing work, you know, listening mm. on the radio, listening listening on the music, and you're making us work even even more harder because when mm. you're listening to music. You get a more energy. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, man. 
So, so I'm trying to say to Nas, whatever you're doing, work very hard, my brother. We yes. appreciate your work. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you so much, Luzuko. Appreciate it, my brother. Yeah, Luzuko just just puts your music on loud blast, uh, Donald. And before he knows it, his day is up because you've helped him get through the day. And it's the way in which yeah. music resonates with people and, and you know yeah. touches the the parts of of our lives and our hearts that uh, nothing yeah. else really can in the same way. Let's yeah. come back to the last couple of years uh, under the COVID nineteen pandemic. What has what has the journey been like for you? What has been your personal experience during this time? Well, if if I said it wasn't hard, I'd be lying, Kathy. You know, mm. um, the, the the past two years specifically were extremely hard. You know, um, and I think I speak for most of the entertainment industry, especially the music side of the entertainment industry. We literally got shut down, man, you know, and most of us actually couldn't make any money for many, many months or even the, you know, the, the two years. And it was tough. It was tough to maneuver and one had to find other ways to kind of, you know, I guess, <laughs> be innovative, you know, and come up with new ways of, of, of making money and keeping yourself afloat. Um, but I think also during that period that the industry changed in such a huge way too, you know, because the, the, the genre Amapiano also kind of came up through the pandemic and became even bigger, you know, and that changed the way the music industry works, the way the market consumes the music, and and it's been great lessons, I think, for someone like me who's been mm-hmm. in the industry for as, as long as I have been. It's been great lessons, and I'm just happy that I've always been open-minded and open to learning. So that that mm-hmm. obviously helps me know exactly what is it that I need to do going forward. Um, and I hope that it also gets for the artists who, who also struggled, you know, because it, it has been hard. It has been hard. You're talking about changing consumption uh, behaviors and habits mm-hmm. when it comes yes. to, to music. What have yes. you found that the significant change has been? Because under this period, of course, we've had everybody moving things online and, yes. and already there was uh, you know, a proliferation of music that is doing mm-hmm. the rounds online. And we know that online. sometimes part of the difficulty there is that people are not really earning money from this music because I hear a song, it's on WhatsApp, I send it to somebody else on WhatsApp, before you know it, everybody has the song, nobody has bought yeah. the actual uh, single, and, and yet we, yeah. we're playing that music for free, effectively. Yeah. You know, can I, can I be honest, man? You know, the mm-hmm. consumption of music has changed in a huge way, um, but also it's a double-edged sword, because there's a, there's, there's, good, good, there's a good side to it, and there's also a bad side. A bad side is that there's really piracy situation that is happening mm-hmm. online um, that is very difficult to manage, by the way, especially because it's online. It's so difficult to manage that type of the situation online. Um, and, you know, artists are losing money. I'm not going to lie about that one. But the good side of it is that the, the Internet has, has given a lot of young hopefuls an opportunity to have a voice to be heard and at least have a, a platform, you know, 
to get an opportunity because the way the music industry works, if you couldn't go through a record label and a radio station or a TV station with music videos, you wouldn't be able to get a chance to pop, unfortunately. But now, as long as you have a song that people resonate with online, you could be anybody. You could be a star to mm. literally. And I think that's a good thing, you know. Thing that now, you know, there isn't a lot of gatekeeping happening, you know, and a lot of these kids are able to come out and those that are really, really talented get an opportunity mm. to, to shine and, and, and start their career. So like I said, it's a double-edged sword because also there also means that there's going to also be a lot of music that probably isn't good enough that will surface, you know. But yeah, man, at the end of the day, you know, music changes and the way it's consumed changes. The business also changes too. So we have to find a way to adapt. And and for you as as an artist, how do you think that's going to inform what you do going forward? Because again, one just has to, you know, if anybody Googles you and takes a look at your, your profile mm -hmm. and um, yeah. the, the work that has been put out there and as far as your brand is concerned, uh, there's been a concerted effort around building a particular brand, including just even the look that, that you have and how you're consistent with that over, over the years. So yeah. when you look at what has happened in the last couple of years, you look at mm -hmm. the online changes, the innovation that's taking place, how do you think mm -hmm. it might change the way you do things going forward? I think it's not up to me as an artist to adapt, <laughs> you know? Adapt. Mm. Um, I, 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 I'm a very firm believer in adapting. I'm not a huge fan, per se, of necessarily riding the wave with your eyes closed, you know? But adapting mm. um, and, and adapting under certain frequencies, you know, knowing that you, you, are also, you are also bringing yourself to the table, you know what I mean? So for me, I'm all about that, adapting without losing your identity, you know? So that, for me, I feel is probably the best advice I could give even to us, you know. It's okay to adapt and go with the times. However, don't lose the identity because obviously the identity is what, what, what that's, so that's the business, that's, that's the brand that you're talking about. So we can't lose mm -hmm. the brand and start afresh, but we can find a way to adapt and still being able to retain who we are, you know. So yeah, man, so that's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. Because if you don't adapt, unfortunately, hey, the times move, eh? And they might, mm -hmm. the train might leave And you, you don't want to get left behind. You don't want to get left behind, you know, unless you've got other plans to do other things. Mm. Yeah. Is there a lot of pressure to try and keep up with, though? It is. It is, mm. you know. However, you know, Kathy, I mean, what, like, how life, life will never be exciting if there's, there's no pressure or obstacles. Mm. That's what life is about. It's about having obstacles and taking them on and finding yourself on the other side. So I look at I look at all these things as just challenges, and I'm always ready for a new challenge. So, so you know, I, I'm 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 I never look at things only on the negative. I'm always looking for what the positive could be. Mm. And and the the reality is that it's not just the arts industry 
that has yes. been pushed to that evolution. I think uh, yes. there isn't a, a single sector that has been left uh, in the same way, especially post-COVID-19. Yes, there's maybe long been talk about how, you know, uh, the di digital world is going to change the, the nature of work, but we're, we're really seeing the full practical impact of that uh, across, mm -hmm. across industry. So you're right when you're saying that innovation and change is, is, is part of life and it's really about yes, yes. what you do with it when the moment for All that right. change mm. needs to happen. You know, do you mm. embrace it? Do you lead that process or do mm. you become, you know, a victim of, of, of the circumstance and, and in some ways run the risk of, of becoming irrelevant? We're in conversation 100%. with musician uh, Donald for our Friday wind down conversation and we'll find out next then what are the projects that he's been working on uh, especially over the last two years. We'll talk about some of the new music uh, that he has been putting together. And uh, as always, I'll still take some of your WhatsApp voice notes and messages. In fact, let me read uh, some of the messages. Uh, somebody says, what a, nice, what a nice way to end the show. Thanks, Kathy. I'm dancing to Donald's music. Uh, Ruben Litualo from Teflop says, uh, Good afternoon, Kathy. I'm enjoying the music from Donald. Ron in Bloemfontein says, Kathy, you're in denial that you're a great DJ. Uh, nice show as always. I'm not a DJ, Ron, <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. And then uh, we've got some WhatsApp voice notes. I'll still take your calls on 011-714-2006. Hey, this is Freddy, the truck driver. You know, this is as a truck driver, you know, you're always dressed in the overalls and stuff, but sometimes... Because I love that guy so much, né? I sometimes wear my suit, you know? I, I have my suit in the truck. I, I, I sometimes wait during the, 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 the weekend. Yeah, on the weekend I wait and then I look like Donald, you know? He dresses in this nice white suit. Yo, I love it, I love it, I love it, I know. And the music, yo, ah, it's good, it's good, it's good, Donald. Keep it up, my brother. I hear they say you cry a lot. I don't know, is it true? Uh, morning, Kathy. Morning, Donald. Yes, I love Donald very much. I, li I love the, the, uh, his song, Unpredictable, and Party for Two. Yes. He once made my birthday party wonderful. Thanks, Eki. Donald, thanks. Keep it up. You're still live on the talking point. Of course, a couple of minutes left before we have to hand over to uh, the update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo. I'm still in conversation with Donald, and that's the party for two. Uh, that's one of the songs that our listener says he really, really enjoys. So, Donald, let's talk about then the projects that you've been working on over the last two years. Uh, the last two years, yeah, man, I, I worked on, on a lot of music last two years. Um, but significantly, I got an opportunity to drop my seventh uh, studio album uh, called Dreams, uh, came out in October last year. And, and yeah, man, I'm, you know, been really, really excited about that. 
that project. It's called Dreams, and I featured some of the the new upcoming, I mean, not upcoming, but some of the new artists who are doing well in the game and now, like Boucher, mm-hmm. like um, like they do uh, Robert Boy and those artists, and, and yeah, man, it's, it's been such a, a beautiful journey. So yeah, we're working on that, and but we're still making more, more music. You know, we're always in studio making music and. And I'm getting a chance to work with a lot of young artists for a lot of the music I'm going to be dropping this year. Oh, fantastic. And and for people who maybe want to look out to see where next they can see you perform or uh, where yeah. they can go to get more information about what you're getting up to. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they can check everything on social media. Um, I do post my gig guys on social media. But this, uh, this coming two weeks of kind of busy, you know, Valentine's Day, so I'm, I'm always big on Valentine's Day. Um, so, <laughs> I was going to um, say, and, and you see, as an R&B singer, you, you are the face of Valentine's Day, technically. Yeah, man, so I'm always busy, <laughs> I always make sure, even if you can imagine what it's like if I'm in a relationship, so I always have to tell my girl that it's just here, I'm always traveling, like every other year, so. Mm. There's no celebration for us. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm 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 traveling the Sunday. I'm going to be in Toronto. But Monday I'm going to be in Polokwane, and 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 then I'm back in Polokwane again over the next weekend. So yeah, people must just follow me on Donald Denial um, on Twitter, in Denial on Instagram, um, and just to keep up with what I'm doing. Fantastic. Donald, let me thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your schedule to be our guest on uh, the Friday Wind Down for today. Uh, before I let you go, is there anything else that you want to say to our listeners? Oh, yes. No, thank you, man. I want to say to them, thank you so much for the support that you have shown me over the years. Um, I honestly don't think I would be the person I am today without the support of of the people, you know, I've always been the person and and now forever be and thank you so much if you think I'm highly appreciated. Um and yeah, you must look out I've got a new song coming up called Anis Love. Please look out. I think it's gonna be a big one for twenty twenty two. Well, Donald, we certainly wish you the best for everything that the year has in store for you. And hopefully it will be a triple recovery from uh, not being able to work over the last two years that we've had those lockdown restrictions. And that, of course, was uh, Donald, the musician and songwriter. I did say he's quite popular. I can see with the messages that, you know, people really, really love his music. He's got so many fans. Um, Yeah, great to see him doing as well as he is. On that note, that's where we leave it for the talking point for this week. What a week it has been. Uh, it, it has felt a bit strange not being in Johannesburg, especially the Johannesburg studio. Uh, but I certainly hope that in terms of the broadcast, nothing uh, has been lost in terms of your end experience as our loyal listeners. We'll be back again with you next week as the Talking Point team. A big thank you to everybody that has contributed behind the scenes to making these shows possible uh, throughout the week. Coming up at the top of 12 o'clock, is the update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo. Before we get to that, however, um, let me embrace the name DJ Kathy. They're calling me, so I'm going to leave you with one more of Donald's hits, and that's Nkanyezi.
Balia, 